Welcome to Regret Proof Your Life. I'm your host, Jesse G, here to help you start getting your shit together one simple change at a time. The more that you know, the easier it is to grow. So let's fucking go. This week, we're going to explore the role that fitness and nutrition plays in your spiritual and overall growth journey. As y'all should know by now, right? We're like, what is this, like episode 10? Uh, I'm a reformed, pretty much alcoholic, Xanax popping, pack a day, camel smoker, overeating, couch rotter, blob turned fit as fuck bodybuilder and hiker. So this shit is right up my alley and I hope to help make it at least a little bit easier to be up yours too. So you might be like, why the fuck are we pivoting and talking about fitness and nutrition on a podcast about regret proofing your life and like spirituality and manifestation? Well, how the hell is getting your physical body and home, like not as, as important as like your mental, right? It's like so fucking important. So the problem is that no one was taught this stuff in school. We were not taught anything useful. And so now as adults, you know, we're shoving our faces with preservatives and all this processed sugar and added sugar, which in turn is making us fat and inflamed and bloated and we have no idea how to change this so we just keep doing what we do which is eat all of the food that is available to us that is all pretty much fucking poison <laughs> and we just suffer and self-loathe and continue to shame the person we see in the mirror like you name it so you better believe that everything you put in your body has a vibration and impacts your overall level of light and ability to connect and manifest. We talked in an earlier episode how every single thing has a vibration. Uh, this microphone, my Mac, my water bottle, the chair I'm sitting in. So sure as shit, the food I'm eating vibrates at a specific frequency too. And not all foods and frequencies are created equal. So we're going to talk through some of the basics to help you start to treat your physical body with the love and respect it needs to optimally support you and you guessed it more easily attract your desires and manifestations so this is either good news or really fucking bad news to you depending on where you're at right now but if it's like feeling like bad news and you're like god damn it another person telling me i need to get my shit together from a fucking food and like exercise standpoint it's because all of those people saying all those things are unfortunately right okay so this shit does make you feel better all the way around and like let me tell you as somebody who has gone from chonky and depressed to fit and fucking fabulous you guys the way that you look and feel inside and out absolutely correlates to your overall happiness to your confidence your sense of self-worth and especially the more you show up because you start to prove to yourself that you can rely on you and that when you make yourself a promise, you do follow through. Even when you don't want to, you fucking do it because you made a commitment to yourself and you will not let yourself down. So that shit over time ripples out into all areas of your life and has a major impact. So if for anything, do it for that, okay? So 
a little bit differently. I'm going to give you guys my journey in this episode to kind of explain my credentials, which uh, is my journey that happened, has been happening since 2017, <laughs> School of Life. I will preface that I'm not a fucking expert by any means. Everything I'm sharing is just based on what I have learned in my own personal experience. I am a certified life coach. I am not a certified nutritionist or fitness coach. So I'm going to keep it very high level and be telling you to go seek a coach if you want to get into any further detail here. So my journey, 2017 and prior, I was just a couch potato. Like I, we talked about this very early in my episodes. I drank every single day. I smoked cigs every single day. I, for a time, was popping Xanax every day to the point where I got addicted and had to fucking wean off of that over the course of months. And it was a nightmare. I had social anxiety and pretty much never left my house. I was like, I'll just work. And then by the time work was done, I was so fucking exhausted because I was so unfulfilled in my job that I would just come home to like drink and numb and, watch fucking movies and Netflix and go to bed and wake up and do it all over and every day be like, why am I so bloated? Why am I overweight? Why do I feel like shit? Why do I hate what I see in the mirror? I'm fucking miserable. So 2017 is when I was like, there's got to be more that life has to offer than this shit show. And it did. So along with like starting my path down therapy and whatnot, I started my physical journey by doing a lot of yoga at home. Yoga with Adrian is the motherfucking shit. Even my husband is doing yoga with Adrian now. She's been around for over a decade and has a million fucking videos on YouTube. They're all free and she has yoga for everything. She has yoga for if you're in a bad mood, yoga for a broken heart, yoga for runners, like yoga for literal anything that you need. And then she also does these really cool month-long yoga challenges where she puts out a video every single day and she has a lot of people that follow along and do it with her. She's so silly and goofy and authentic. Um, she is definitely a safe space to start out a physical journey and not feel completely overwhelmed. So yoga was huge for me, and I did that at home for quite a while. And then I started incorporating walking into my journey. I lived in Naperville, Illinois, if any of you were aware of this at that time, and I lived close enough to where I could walk to the river walk. So I started getting headphones, listening to music and going for walks like anywhere from like three to four miles a day as often as I could and also doing yoga. Now I will say that I, I mean, I loved it. It was starting to give me like the early feelings of gratitude and like wonder and awe and like I wonder what else is out there just by like getting out in the sun and in nature and walking around and like soaking that all up. But there was a little bit of toxicity to it too, because at that point in time, that was like when all of the craze like Fitbit was really, really big. And this whole notion of like, you have to get 10,000 steps a day or you're going to be fat forever kind of shit was out in, in the world. Right. And so I was like, if I don't get my 10,000 steps, I can't eat any food today. Right. So it was like early in my journey where I was like, mentally unwell and had no idea what to do because all we knew was like you have to eat less calories and move your body more if you want to lose fat and have a good body. So I was living this life where I'm like fucking starving. I'm like 1,500 calories a day, constantly miserable, wondering, looking at the clock, when can I eat my next snack or a little bit of food? Fuck, right? Just 
miserable. Like I, I ended up staying in this place for years with zero results, as you can imagine. Uh, so if this sounds similar to what you're dealing with, let me continue on my journey. So that was several years of me just being like, what the fuck? I'm trying to move my body and I'm trying to eat okay, but I was not. And it wasn't so much the body moving. It was the food I found out later why I was so fucked and not seeing any results, which is very unfortunate because I was like thinking, yo, if I'm active enough, I can eat anything I want. And that's not really true in the early days. That is not even true ever if you have fitness goals, but like now that I've been working out for years, I can have days where I eat whatever I want and I can go on vacation and eat whatever I want. I can eat crumble cookies and it doesn't matter that much. I can't eat that shit every day, but here and there I can. So you've got to earn that, right? We'll talk about that again. Anyways, that was like 2017 to 2020. November 2020, um, I had just started dating my now husband, right? It was like in August when we started dating. And I remember we went to a Friendsgiving that year. And in the pictures of me, I was like, oh, what the fuck? I look like I'm like getting even bigger, which was so confusing to me. But also I'm like, you know, we're in a new relationship. It's that love weight. Um, so I started working out at home. I was like, this needs to happen. And I just had little, I went on Facebook marketplace and got little five and eight pound weights. I had 10 pound dumbbells as well. And just like some booty bands and a yoga mat. I did not have much. So I started working out at home and lifting weights very lightly with that. At that time, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know like what muscle groups I was working on, what I was doing, why, like what results I was going to get if I did the thing I was doing. I was just like, okay. I just have to try harder and lift these, lift some weights, right? Bro, no. Because March 2022, or no, November, or, oh my God, you guys, I'm looking at this timeline and my brain's like, ah, like all these dates. Okay. I had to write this down to remember. No, that was November 2020. January 2022. So I was working out at home for over a year and like I was leaning on TikTok heavily to try to find creators and influencers that could give me good tips on form to learn as much as possible because I was not ready to go to the gym. I was afraid if I went to the gym, everyone was going to stare at me and be like, she's a fucking idiot and doesn't know what she's doing and uh, laugh at me and make fun of me, which that never ended up happening. But anyways, worked out at home all the way from January 2022 or November 2020 to January 2022. Finally, I was like, I need to go to the gym. I need heavier weights. I had progressed and I was starting to get bored from working out at home and wanted to actually be doing some like a barbell shit and like Smith machine and like heavier dumbbells. So um, I had a friend take me to the gym at that point in time and just show me how some of the machines worked. That was so important. So if you're nervous about going to the gym, dude, find a friend that already goes and just ask them if they'll show you how some of that stuff works. Because that is like 80% of the battle, in my opinion, is like re removing that anxiety before you even go. So then you know exactly like how to set up the machines, what form to use, you name it. So that was January. By March, I was like, fuck this, March of 22. Because I was busting my ass in the gym and I was seeing zero results. And granted, that was only like a two-month period from when I started going to the gym and using heavier weights. But at that point, I was like, something's not right because I have really been working on this hard for 
gosh, year and a half at this point, going on two years. And I wasn't seeing any results. In fact, I felt like I was getting like fluffier. So I finally hired a coach. All right. And that is like everything changed pretty much immediately. Uh, and that was the most incredible thing I did because she taught me how to read nutrition labels, how to build my meals. She taught me what sort of exercises to do and gave me a program and was like, go to the gym and do exactly what I said. And if you do exactly what I say at the gym and then you eat exactly how I tell you to eat, you are fucking guaranteed to see results. Okay. And you guys, I was like, done. Three weeks in already, my back boobs gone. My leg, stomach, flat. Like what? All of this like fat and shit that I was retaining was just because I was eating so many processed grams of sugar. All I was having was fake ass fucking food that was like exploding with like empty carbs. Okay. That was like, I feel like if I were to go into my fitness pal and track how I was eating before, it would show up that I was eating like 75% carbs. Um, probably like, and then like split the rest between protein and fat. Okay. Because I was also like, yeah, it was terrible. None of that was going to do anything I needed. So, um, that fixed everything. And this coach being like, she looked at my blood work and was like, boom, 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 boom. This is, these are all of the shifts that we need to make go forth and do what I tell you to do. So it was so fucking easy. And now like, today, June, 2023, I lift five times a week. I play my favorite virtual reality game to do cardio every morning. Cause your girl's trying to cut and be muscle mommy, sexy for summer, obviously. Um, and I hike as many weekends as possible. That time out in nature for me is so fucking critical, but because I'm so active, this is the kicker. And this might blow your mind because this shit, I had no idea. This was not on my radar when I started my journey today with my lifestyle, how I eat and how I work out with my activity level, I get to eat 2,400 calories a day on a cut. A cut means I'm basically dieting to like get ripped and lean for the summer. Holy shit. I eat 2,400 calories and I maintain this fit as fuck body that I never in a million years imagined I could have. I literally have a six pack that is visible. You guys, it's fucking nuts. But I said this earlier, I'm going to say it again. I had to earn it and you will too. It did not start that way. I had to relearn every single thing that I thought I knew about food, which I found out was absolutely nothing. And so I'm willing to bet probably same for you too. And then actually probably about half of the shit I thought I knew was all like lies and fear mongering and shit that's been like disproven by science and like recent studies. Just <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, I know nothing. And I am just literally killing myself. So no wonder before I started working with the coach, I was busting my ass in the gym, but I was just like gaining and gaining weight because I was accidentally eating like close to 3000 calories a day, like in a time when I probably should have been eating maybe like 2000 or less. So, so this is why it's so fucking important to work with an expert that can be like, based on where you are right now and where you want to be, this is exactly what you should do. I am not that maybe one day I will be because I'm so fucking obsessed with fitness. Who knows? But today I am not. And I can only tell you what I do know. So the last thing before we get into kind of some of the basics is 
just back to me eating 2,400 calories. Like when I came from a life where I thought you had to starve yourself and eat like 1,500 calories a day to be skinny. Now I eat 2,400 calories a day to like make sure I stay lean because if I eat any less, my it's not enough for my body. So my body's like, oh no, you're going to starve and basically starts to like retain weight. It's nuts. But the craziest thing of all you guys is this. And it's like common sense now that I'm doing it, but that blew my mind when I started is that the more muscle you have on your body, the more calories you need to fuel your body. So if you want to eat more, you just have to move more and like move some heavy weight and challenge yourself. Dude, that's like the dream come true. I never like in a million years thought that I would be living a life where I have to like figure out how I'm going to eat so much food in a day to stay like hot and ripped and lean. Okay. So it was not that hard. Like, I mean, it took discipline of course, but like I fucking wanted it. So if you look at that timeline again, it was only 2020. I started even working out. It was not until January, 2022 I started even going to a gym and it wasn't until March of 2022 that I hired a coach. So I didn't even start to see results until like a year ago. It's really only been about a year of me working with a coach and I've like dropped 40 pounds. I have like barely any fat on my body and have like a sexy ass, like awesome muscles everywhere. And not like big nasty muscles, like that lean, like sleeper build. Okay. So if that's the kind of life you want, fucking go for it, dude. Immediately start it, start it. It's so awesome. So anyways, fitness basics. Let's, let's come back down to earth here. Few things. First, keep it simple. Move your body as many days a week as possible. And that's it. Aim for maybe one to two rest days. I love to have Sunday as my like lazy blobby couch day. I just like rip my bong and lay on the couch all day. Um, so like you don't have to be crazy right out of the gates. Um, but just a little bit of movement. So easy ways to get started. Try some yoga. Look up yoga with Adrienne on YouTube. Or if you have an Oculus virtual reality headset or something else like that, look for some sort of fitness games on there that interest you because there's so many options. It's not like a regular workout. I personally play this game called Supernatural that is very similar to Beat Saber. And it's basically like a new age version of Guitar Hero. Like it's so fucking fun. It's that's as close as I can explain it. It's not exactly that way, but it's like that fun. It's like a rhythm game where you're hitting targets. Dude, find something like that and just play play a game a couple of days a week. Obviously, hire a coach is way up there on my list of recommendations because you will be inundated with information. I continue to be, right? I I stick to just very basic exercises. The boring shit is what works for me. So I just do the same boring shit over and over again pretty much every week. But if you really like have the means available, just go straight to hiring a coach because they're going to be able to tell you exactly what to do and you can eliminate all of this trial and error and frustration. If that's not an option and you're like, fuck yoga or VR, right? Maybe you have some injuries or some mobility issues. Maybe you could consider starting with walking or some really mild hiking. If it's too hard for you to stand for a long period of time, maybe you can go on Amazon. I think it's like 50 bucks or less. They make those like under the desk 
pedals. It's just for your feet. Like you're pedaling a bike. It's very affordable compared to buying an actual Peloton or something. And you can start by just watching your favorite show or scrolling on TikTok and moving your feet on your pedals. Like it's that easy. Or start a mobility or a stretching practice. Just do some stretching a couple of times a day, right? Morning and night. Just move your body a little. Oh my God, are my favorite. If you're feeling spunky, bro, just fucking dance like a crazy person to like your favorite song or two, like five or 10 minutes, right? Just like jump up and down, flail your arms around, act like a fucking idiot. It'll be so fun and it'll get your heart rate up and count as exercise. So those are really, really easy ways to get started. And if you're like, oh, blah, boring, give me better ideas because I'm more advanced. My first bullet point for you is hire a coach. If you already have a coach, uh, or maybe you're like, nah, I don't have the means for that. Start tracking your macros, uh, or eating for your goals. And we'll talk about macros in a minute, but it's like macronutrients or like your big three, that's your carbs, your fat and your protein, right? So you, you could find resources online to be able to find this. Or, I mean, if you have a coach, definitely ask your coach for help. And then if you're like, nah, nah, or check, check, already doing those both, try incorporating something new. So I found it really, really fun to start playing around and going to some CrossFit classes once I started to feel a little bit more athletic and strong to just test my functionality. Like, yeah, I can lift these weights, but are these functional muscles? You can mess around with calisthenics, which is so fucking hard. That's just body weight exercises. I still can't do a pull-up. I'm trying. I cannot do a pistol squat. I can't do anything fucking cool except for push-ups. <laughs> but calisthenics, super fucking cool and very challenging. Or you could try climbing, like go to a climbing gym, or even if you live in a naturey, mountainy place, do some outdoor climbing, or even sign up for a self defense class so you can start to learn how to like defend yourself and really functionally use your muscles. Like, how cool. That's something I definitely wanna do. I just need to find the time and space for it. So, those are some ideas on the fitness side of the house to start to kind of make the change, right? You have to decide to do something different or your life is going to be the same and you're not going to have any of that progress. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Why am I so unhappy still? So moving on to nutrition basics. Guess what number one is? You're right. It's hire a coach and you don't have to be rich. This is the problem because coaches can be like all over the board. I've had I've had a life coach charge me $1,000 and I've had a fucking incredible fitness coach charge me $60 for an hour long session. So most coaches that I have found, like, cause I very recently went out, at least in my area in Colorado Springs on Facebook and was like, Hey, I'm looking for a new coach. What are your suggestions? So many of these folks were like 50 or 60 bucks an hour for a session. And so you can just find a fitness coach that Ideally is also certified as a nutritionist. Many of them are. So look for someone who's both and then have them help you figure out how you should be eating for your goals. Um, many of them are super willing to help. Like you could just go and do one session and ask them about nutrition and then ask them for some very basic fitness or exercise tips, right? Perfect. If that's out of the question for you and you don't have the ability to do that, then here are some other ideas start with reading nutrition labels. You might be like, I don't fucking know how. Well, I'm going to tell you how. So look for foods that have minimal ingredients. 
So my nutritionist's rule of thumb, if I'm remembering correctly, was aim for three lines of ingredients or less, right? You don't want to like see that thing that has 500 ingredients. The fewer ingredients, the better. Those ones with a ton of fucking weird ingredients, it's like all fillers. It's all stuff that's like preservatives. It's really not doing anything for you. Um, and so the other thing when you're looking at that nutrition label, look at the added sugars. You need to be buying things with zero added sugars. It, sometimes I'm like, fuck it and like want a dessert that has more like, but I mean, I'm always, I'm looking for as close to zero as possible, like definitely under five. If I'm splurging, I'm having something with like eight or 10 added sugars, unless it's like a date night dinner and I'm eating cheesecake. I don't give a fuck what's in it and I'm not even looking or tracking that, right? But like when you are at the grocery store, that is the number one thing. Look for foods with fewer ingredients and as close to zero added sugars as possible. This right off the bat is going to completely change your fucking life. Um, it, it did for me. So you're going to feel so much better, have so much more energy. You're going to have to, you're going to start to see some shifts in your body. You're probably going to lose some of that inflammation or that bloating and probably even some fat. So that is my advice with the nutrition labels. Next is try to eat as many whole foods as possible throughout the day to make up your diet. What I mean by that is literal one ingredient foods like fruits or vegetables, right? Um, have an apple, have a banana, have, have some black beans, like one ingredient foods are the shit. Those are going to, um, those are always literally, those are, those are never going to have added sugar in them. And any sugar that you're going to see in fruit is good. That's the good sugar that you do want. It's not added. It's naturally occurring. So that's going to actually benefit your body. Next is get some protein and start to incorporate more into your daily life. You don't need a ton right off the bat, but try to aim to eventually, like a good rule of thumb is for your grams of protein, have them kind of be close to your current weight. Um, I, I'm not sure for men, unfortunately, but like for me, that's how that's working right now. And this is also why you need a coach because it depends on your body. See, I'm telling you this. I'm like, try to aim for having it close to your weight, but it depends on how much you weigh because like full disclosure, right? I'm on this fitness journey. I'm like shredded and I weigh about 130 pounds right now. And I usually aim for anywhere between 130 to 150 grams of protein a day. Um, that's not how I figured it out. I, my coach was never like, eat what your body weight is. But I've just noticed that that's about where it lands for me over the last couple of years. So, you know, that's that's a lot if you're not lifting every single day either. So like, hey, if that's the case, just try to get closer to 100 <laughs> every day. Uh, and you'll know if you've gone overboard and you've had way too much protein because there was a period of time where I was eating like 200 grams plus because like I had a coach that told me to do that and I have no fucking idea why because it was stupid and bad for me. But like it's gonna be hard to poop. Like you're gonna want to poop, but it's like your turds are really hard and don't want to come out. So that fucking sucks. And that's how you know you got too much protein going on, homie. So <laughs> you want a nice, uh, easy poop every morning. <laughs> Anyways, all right. 
here's a shocker. And I literally, my little sister followed me on this fitness journey and she's still like, she just had this epiphany the other day and I had to like pound it into her brain that fat is not bad for you. Eat the fucking butter. So like butter, butter is a hard one because if you're just like slathering it onto shit, like, yeah, you can go way overboard. But my hack is I just measure it in a little bowl on a tiny food scale that I have. And then I melt it in the microwave and I brush it onto my food with a rubber brush to control the amount I'm eating. And it works perfect. Y'all, I eat bagels all the time. I eat fucking Eggos still. I eat like tons of shit with butter on it on the rag. And like we, that's one of those things I talked about earlier is like we've been fucking lied to our whole lives and told the fat is bad for you. And if you eat fat, you're going to be fat. But let me tell you a fucking story about that. When I first started working with my coach, I, as I shared earlier, was <laughs> my carbs and my sugar glucose tolerance was just off the chart. I went and I got some blood work and I gave it to her having no idea what any of it meant. And she was like, bro, what the fuck? No wonder. <laughs> because like, you're going to know what I mean when you start looking at nutrition labels, because literally everything I was eating was just like added sugar, added sugar, added sugar, added sugar. I don't know how I didn't die. Honestly, the reason I started the fitness journey and, and hiring the coach, I didn't even remember this until right now, is because when I got that blood work done, I just was like, I'm going to get a physical to be proactive. And my doctor was like, Jesse, your cholesterol is so high that if you don't do something to change this within the next you know, with it right immediately, then you are looking at probably a life-ending heart attack by the time you're 40. So I'm saying this was only like a couple years ago, Max. So that was crazy. And that was like really scary to me. My dad and stepmom have both had triple and quadruple bypass surgeries. And the last thing I want in my life is to have somebody fucking crack my rib cage open, pull it apart and like do surgery on my heart and arteries. So that was enough of a scare with me. That's actually why I reached out to my coach. But at the same time, like it was compounding because I was busting my ass in the gym and did not have the results I wanted to see. So I was like, something's not fucking right. And it's got to be the food, dude. And it was. So when she looked at that blood work, she was like, and, and I might not explain this right. So um, the coach that I hired was Liz Roman. You can look her up online. Her up online. She has a mom lifestyle. She it's Liz and Becca. Liz, I, I do not know Becca. I've only worked with Liz. I've known Liz for over a decade. So she has a. They have a podcast together where they specifically dive into all things like nutrition. And so one of their websites, if you just search, is around statins. Statins are a prescription that. Western medicine doctors are pretty much like incentivized and taught to push on anybody that has high cholesterol. What they do is they lower your cholesterol, but after learning from Liz and through research that there's there's a nominal difference in terms of like longevity of your life if you take a statin versus you don't. And the reason is it's lowering your good and your air quote bad cholesterol, like both kinds. So it's just a fucking illusion that like your proportion of your cholesterol is better. And what's even more fucked up is that the most serious and one of common side effect of taking a statin is literal, uh, like a muscle, I don't know the word, degradation. I'm just going to say decomposition, yo. Literally muscle breakdown. And I'm like, what? 
And not like, oh, my muscles sore. I can't lift today. Like literally your fucking muscles like rotting away and dying. Are you fucking kidding me? Anyway, I learned from my from going and seeing my coach Liz that you can fucking just heal your cholesterol by how you eat. And that the reason my cholesterol was so high was because I was just eating all of the processed sugar and preservative shit, okay? That's literally my entire diet. So that's how I lost all my initial weight, including my back boobs, within like a matter of three weeks of just lowering initially the amount of carbs I was eating and increasing my protein and, you fucking guessed it, fat. Eating high fat is what made me lose a ton of fat. So don't ever think that fat is bad for you again. Also, like this is just intuition, but when I was talking about like too much protein, making it hard to poop, like what do you, why do you think that it is? Because like you probably are eating too much protein and not enough fat because fat I'm assuming is going to like kind of help lubricate things and help things move through you a little bit easier. So you're better off just eating the healthy fats, things like avocado, actual real butter, uh, cooking with olive oil, stuff like that is your friend. Okay. That's part of a balanced diet. So uh, I I continued this journey really uh, in terms of the very first journey with what I just shared with eating the lower carb and high protein and fat. That was the very first thing I needed to do. I need to like heal my body in the way that it used the different macronutrients for things because at that point it was not using carbohydrates as fuel for my workouts. It was like because all of the carbohydrates I was eating were not complex carbs. It was all like processed added sugar. And so it was just like essentially making my body inflamed and like appear to just like retain fat in like weird places. It was not cool. As soon as I swapped that out, gone. So that's the journey I'm referring to. I continued on for several months before I switched that combo of macros again to eat much higher carb because once you are working out more consistently and especially starting to build muscle, you need carbs. That is literally what fuels your muscle. Um, And this is why it's always best to just hire a coach to teach you this stuff initially because, again, I'm not a certified expert. I'm just giving this to you secondhand. And everyone is so different. Like if you have (laughs) – anything that is like not status quo, like an autoimmune disease, anything like happening with your cholesterol, anything happening anywhere that is just slightly fringe. Like you need a fucking expert because you doing what everyone else is doing is probably not going to work the same for you. So finally, this is something that I'm learning a little bit more about now. I am a new early learner to this as well, but pick up a book and read a little bit more about Ayurveda or Ayurvedic eating. Um, It's a method basically like of eating foods that you need based on your dominant elemental energy. So each one of us has a dominant element, whether that's like earth, water, air, or fire. And that's, that's what I'm referring to. I am a very fire and air dominant person. Right. And so it's really helpful to understand okay, well, if I'm, for example, going, going, going a million miles an hour, I'm totally overwhelmed, I'm pretty stressed, head in the clouds, I'm like ADHD, like blah, I probably need to eat some heavier grounding food that 
is going to help balance me out because my that's my air energy, like going, going, going. And I need that grounding food to help kind of tone that down a little bit, right? There's all sorts of things that you can learn that way. Um, and it's not even just about what to eat based on your dominant element energy. It can also be like, what do you do? based on the energy that you're experiencing at a point in time, right? Um, if you're extremely fucking angry and like raging and having a meltdown, like you should not be eating like hot or spicy food. That's just going to add to your fire element energy in that moment. So that's what Ayurveda is, is really learning how to use food as a tool in your spiritual journey so that you are a more balanced person at all times. And so as fucking crazy as this may seem, this fits right into Regret Proof Your Life. And this was so important to talk about because not enough people do. So I'm going to give you some homework, some ideas, because this might have felt like a lot. This isn't what we normally talk about. So let's make it super simple. I have two things. First, I want you to just pick one fitness thing and one nutrition thing that you're going to commit to do over the next month. And I don't mean you're going to commit to like start it at some point in the next month. I mean you're like, I'm committing to do this for the next month straight starting tomorrow. One fitness thing and one nutrition thing we've talked about. If you get halfway through the month and you're craving more, like which you might, by all means, add more. But start with something that's simple and attainable for you that you're not going to burn yourself out on by day three and start to add to your practice bit by bit. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to start speaking words of affirmation to your body each day, all the way down to your individual cells. You can do this in the morning while you're brushing your teeth or washing your face. Do it at night when you're doing your nighttime routine, whatever works. But from this day forward, when we look in the mirror, we are always saying things like this. Thank you for my perfectly functioning body. Thank you for all of my super intelligent cells that know exactly how to heal and regenerate my body. Thank you for all of the collagen in my cells, keeping my skin flawless, radiant, and youthful. Thank you for all of my organs, knowing exactly what to do to keep me healthy. Thank you to my entire GI system for knowing how to break down food for energy, remove toxins, and remove any old hormones from my body each day. Thank you to my muscles for helping me be strong and move through the day with ease. You get the picture, right? So use up that white space AKA the time that you dissociate through things while you're like doing your nighttime routine, you're just no one's home. Use that white space for your good. Habit stack that shit. That is what I do because now all of a sudden I don't have this fucking long ass to-do list. I'm already sitting here doing nothing anyway, zoning out. I'm going to habit stack and feel fucking good from doing this and even like buy back more time for whatever else I want in my life later, right? Make it fucking easy. So Hopefully you can really see how this can all tie together because you're damn right. Like if you feel good inside and out, you're going to show up better in the world. You're going to be vibrating at a higher frequency. You're probably going to be more willing to take risks and put yourself out there. You're going to have more confidence. You are going to believe in yourself. You're going to have more space to work on your healing journey, your own growth development journey, and this 
journey to create the life that you want. And I'd be willing to bet a stronger, healthier, happier body as part of it. So I hope that that's what you took away from today. Next week, we're going to be getting back to our hippy-dippy spiritual roots by diving into the power of nature and how to harness it as a powerful tool in your spiritual journey. So we'll be talking everything from moon energy to element balancing to plain old spending time in nature. And I'd suspect we're going to talk about this more and more over time because I'm learning a lot of this from my sensei and shaman, Jesse, that I work with. Yes, also Jesse. I'm so super excited to dive into that. That is it for today. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share this with your friends, family, anyone that could use a little bit of regret proofing in their life. And if you have any questions, suggestions on topics that you'd like me to dive into and unpack further or a super cool story that you want to share about your own transformation, email me at regretproofwithjesse at gmail.com. That's Jesse with an I-E. Signing off for now, homies. Want you to keep it real, keep going, and keep creating because you are in charge and you get to decide what your life looks like. Nobody else. All right, bye.